Hello. Hello. How are you guys doing? Welcome to the 47th <laughs> episode. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Jordan. Yes. Changing up. With me, Jordan. Me, Vanette. And me, Alpha. Nice. Hey, that was that's Jordan's second attempt of doing that. He did it um, firstly, um, and he did it really well. And then he did it the second time, and he started stumbling words. <laughs> I like that. How you doing, guys? Though that's pretty cool. I was trying to fit in. I was trying to fit in more. I thought it was a bit of a flex, to be honest. Just I make thought, it your own. Yeah, yeah. I, I was trying to like upstage Barney. Yeah, that's, what, that's how I felt, to be honest. With you kind of smashed it. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking anyway, of Barney, exactly. <laughs> How is he segwaying? So much. <laughs> no, no, Ten seconds in into this, the podcast, mate. Out here. Um, I'm alright. I was saying um, the first time round, but then I got freaked out. Anyway, um, me, we usually have like a, a routine of what we do before like an evening podcast. We're recording this in the evening, which is me and Alpha meet at the train station. We walk down past police, past police, <laughs> <laughs> and then we get we go to the Korean spot. It's not funny. Jordan meets us. There. <laughs> Jordan, Jordan meets us there, puffing and panting, being like, "Am I like? Oh, sorry, I didn't even, you know." And he's usually wearing shorts. And then <laughs> we get food. We come Vegan back. Magnum. We, yeah, we go to the corner shop, get some treats. Yeah, then we come to the studio, sit down, eat food. Then we start the podcast. But the Korean shop was was, was shut wasn't open a spanner in the works spanner in the works so we went a couple thousand miles west and decided to get Thai instead a thousand miles <laughs> oh, I say Korean <laughs> <laughs> wow oh, Jordan's brain just moves too fast way too quick Mensa Mensa man <laughs> um, so yeah we got we got um, Thai food and, it was, and mine was terrible so what you're saying is because you got knocked out of your routine yeah. you feel some kind of way you, you feel like this out. podcast is going to go a certain direction. I think so. I think I think I tweeted about it. I tweeted that this is going to be a a controversially fun podcast episode. But then, how's how's your week been? Though? Ah, okay, yeah, right. Podcasting. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> no, it's been cool. It's been like maybe a f- six out of ten. That's pr- that's good. I'm, I'm above average. I'm, You're on yeah, the up. Good, good average. Show. I was on minus when we first started this this uh, out of ten thing. Yeah, um, yeah, it's going well. Album of Jack going well. Yep. Finishing it up, wrapping it up. Yeah, wrapping baby. it up. Yay! Yay. Yay. Six, six. Uh, yeah, so yeah, it was it was cool. And uh and yeah, how's your week been, Alpha? Out of ten? Um we didn't meet we didn't meet and Jordan this week. <laughs> this uh, is the Barney exclusive. I got left yeah, out. Yeah, just because you got left out, I feel like we he needs to we need to catch I mean, I'm, up. I'm, I'm used to it, it's yeah, not the first time I've left out. <laughs> um Yeah, my week was alright. A number, just pick a pick a number, man. Pick random. Nine. Hey, ain't been a nine. Ain't been a nine. That's pretty good. But it's been like, maybe, yeah, I'd say no six. baby was born. A six, okay. I say I say it's been a six. Um, a lot of stuff's happened this week though. Uh, that I'm sure we're gonna get into. Yeah, it's might be a bumper episode. Because for the last couple of podcasts, we ain't really got into um, much external like external world, external affair, world yeah. stuff. Mm. But I've been plugged in this week. And there's been just a lot of, a yeah. lot of stuff. I think we might have to call this one the bumper special or something because this is going to be a, yeah, a we'll, lot to talk about. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see yeah. how it goes. Jordan, your week. Seven point five. Oh wow! What's oh, happened? Mate, what's is happened that, to you? 
Yeah, what happened? Isn't that just like slightly above average? No, above average is six. Five is an average week, right? Yeah. Do you know? I, I feel like I've talked. I was talking to Barney about this um, before, but I've I go through waves when I'm making my own music where like I absolutely hate it, and then I think it's great, and then I like hate it again. But it's one of those rare weeks, not rare, like fluctuating weeks where I think it's good again. So mm-hmm. I feel good about my album at the moment. So, not nowhere, nowhere, no, no idea when it's going to come out, or no idea like anything about it, but. The songs are making me happy when I listen to them, which is like two weeks ago. I was like, oh, "Do I have to start again?" And how God. how far in advance do you guys plan um, for your album to come out? When it's like, how much of it has to be done before you go? I want the album to come out this time. Do you have to have to be completed, done, and handed in, and then you go date, or do you go work to a date? I work then... to a date. That's what I do. Yeah, I definitely finished the album, and then. Because if I have a date and the album's not finished, mm. the pressure that that gives me is like, yeah. it's unnecessary. That's mm-hmm. what it is. I wouldn't say it's hard. I could do it, but it's not necessary. Yeah. So I'd rather finish the album. Mind you, my album process, making process isn't months. Yeah. It's more like like weeks. Do yeah. you know what I mean? So it's it's all right. Do you know what I mean? Jack, um, you always do that for albums. Have a quick like a quick like lock in for a two couple weeks. I mean, with the way people consume albums now, yeah, it just makes me think about, like, if you spend two years of your life in an album, Mm. the way people consume albums doesn't make it worth. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, it's not that you can do... It's not that length of time makes your album better or worse, by the way, Mm. but it's like, if you could have the option, if you can feel like, oh, yeah, I could bang this out pretty Mm. quickly. yeah then you probably should. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you feel yeah. like you can. But yeah, you can wait if you want to wait. But if you have the option to do it quickly. Yeah. Albums, albums seem like a revolving door. We speak about it all the time. Yeah. A revolving door, like it just, you put something up to give the rest of your catalogue a bit of a yeah. kick up the arse, yeah. basically. And it's like, you got to get back to the point where albums matter again. Then I'll be like, let me take my sweet time mm. and... But I suppose, I suppose, but I, know, I suppose it's kind of what you said, though, isn't it? It's the idea of like, does that, does that, would that make the album better just because it takes longer to make and, and not necessarily all the time? I think there's something about your music, especially, that you feel it's so cohesive and like well put together and a body of work. And I do think that the, the process of it being recorded in quick succession feels that there's an energy it in makes the room. Them, yeah, it's like a season, basically. Exactly, it yeah. It feels that way. And I feel like that. Is brilliant. That's unra- yeah. That's yeah, if you were to revisit a track a year later, exactly. it would be hard to yeah, rekindle that. Yeah, exactly. Especially the way I am. If I made, if I make different tracks, you know, different months over the course of years, mm. it would be hard for me to stick them together as one yeah. thing and make sense of it. Because I like to do things conceptually mm. and have things weave into. So yeah, seasons are. That's just the way. Yeah. It's not the way it has to be done for everyone, but it's the way I like working, yeah. It makes sense. Do, do you do that? Do you, like, plan for a album? Um, I, like, I want something out by yeah, the summer. I, I have a bad habit, though, which is I... Um, my mind changes a lot. So I can be like, oh, I want to do... Uh, there's been countless times I've t- I spoke to either both of you guys um, individually about me being like, okay, I'm going to do this EP, and it's going to be this, and it's going to be that, and it's going to come out this day. And then, so I have that constantly just because my brain kind of, kind of jumps about. And yeah. if I'm not doing music, I might be writing. If I'm writing, I might be doing... Uh, what I found playing. interesting about when you were working on 
this is before you even started painting sounds. Yeah. You said to us in your attic thing, yeah. your bedroom. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, no, no. Um, you were like, you hadn't even started, but you had your concept. I remember you, mm. I never think of, I, sometimes I do actually, after I've written a couple of songs, but you were like, I know what it's going to be about now. I'm so excited. I'm going to get in and yeah. do it, whatever. But yeah. like, that was interesting. Yeah. yeah. You Having got like a, a lyrical theme before you even, even like. It might, it might be a rapping thing, maybe. Uh, I think I gravitate towards rappers that have um, like themes in the albums. Like, I really like themes. So, like, whether it's Kanye, whether it's Kendrick, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I like the idea of it being like a book and you reading through a book and it being interwoven. It's but, almost like you writing a story and then soundtracking it. Yeah. That, and I think that's probably why I, you know, um, even like right now I'm thinking about <clears throat> videos for my my actual solo album that comes out after the you know what I'm saying yeah, after yeah, that yeah. I'm already thinking Very about what events. I how I want it to work and piece together um, and I think this Jack album is the first album for me that I'm not having to worry about narrative I'm not worrying about it being the story that connects I'm just like eh, whatever I'm just rapping um, <laughs> which is just crazy so are, you, are you less attached yeah you're definitely that's attached to the process but yeah. do you think you don't care about the music as much then weekly podcast that's a great question um well who are you to know the album's not done yet and all that yeah. but I mean uh, yeah, I, I, there's, a, there's a way to be you can be detached from the process of doing something yeah. and still very attached to the music yeah like, like Dan Kai I still like it but I prefer making my Jordan music yeah, do, you care, do you care as much about Dan Kai as you do Jordan no I don't like if Dan Kai if that album flopped yeah or whatever like I wouldn't feel away yeah 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 but I would because you like you said you invest all this time into a yeah a, your own thing yeah because this is like this is who you want to be known as yeah and the Dan Kai thing was really fun and like it's got a really good reception from lots of people I'm really happy about it but mm. I don't think it's bad to say you prior, you would prioritise your own well it's our name in Alpha how do you feel about Second Exit is it the same for, do you feel as, as attached to it as um, I am, but it's because it's a different, it's a different outlet for mm. me. So I've got a different hat on when I'm yeah, making that. You're rapping, yeah. So yeah, I still go at it the same way, but it's just using a different hat. What I was talking about though is, although that's definitely linked, I was talking about detaching from the process. So for me, um, in order for me to like, like to, I could still listen to my stuff, but yeah. detaching from the process would have been uh for me like keeping just one take Van Gogh, forget the rest. Yeah. Like I'm I basically took out the bit I know I'd be I'd stress out over. Yeah. So I eliminated all of the stuff I'd stress out over by just mm. going, whatever we do in the next ten minutes, we're keeping that. Good luck everyone. Do, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so technically it's fine, but that's really interesting because you said you don't like pressure for deadlines, but technically you're doing deadlines in the in the recording process. Yeah, it's it's almost a deadline, but it's more. Yeah, you're giving yourself no way. Yeah, there's no. Yeah, yeah. I I like doing that because that's the essence of what jazz is. It's like a show, isn't it? It's, it's like, like a live show. You can't take it's it. It's like whatever happens, whether things went wrong or right, the fact that it happened, that is what jazz is. You know what I mean? The moment that it's you captured. Art. Yeah. That's what happens. Whereas, like, it's not fine art where you're trying to, like, all of that. You know, trying to make something sound all that was done in the writing stage of it, yeah, and the performance stage of it is just to do it, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, but yeah, I feel like that's me. I, I detach from 
what I what I want to do as a producer. Yeah. As a producer, I would sit for ages with it. I'd be like, we'd do 15, 30 do, to 30 do, do takes. You do, that, do you do that when you're producing other people? I mean, I'd like to, but at the same time, I just do whatever. The, it depends how the other person is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If they're fussed, then I get to unleash my yeah. perfectionism. Yeah. But if they're not fussed, I'm not, I'm not trying I to hold like you back. But yeah, I kind of feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, I kind of feel like when it comes to you production-wise, um, and obviously working with you as a producer, <clears throat> yeah, I don't feel like you are, you don't unleash your full or on nitpicky, cause, like, nah, because I don't, I, because I think you don't, you, it's like you don't want to enforce it on somebody that doesn't want to need it. But also it's de- it could be detrimental to the tune. Yeah. Mm. Just because you can hear more stuff to do doesn't mean you should do that stuff. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That's uh, the whole. The whole less is more concept, but it's, it's weekly podcast, man. Makes but me it, sad. But well, it is that though. Yeah, is it like because I, yeah. I recorded some of this stuff last year, and I'm constantly like, what more can I add? What can I take away? I, I'm thinking about like extreme post production. Like, how can I fuck everything up? But that's because you're like you have the knowledge for it, isn't it? So because yeah. you have the knowledge for it, it's infinite. The possibilities are there. Yeah, that's not you. Yeah, there's. They're just, but should you do them? Yeah. That's what I mean. That, yeah, that's why I was like, that's what I was saying. I don't ever just say, no, nah, I'll just leave that. Do you, have, you, have, you, <laughs> have you ever thought about doing like Alpha did, like a, on my ones, which is like a, just a you and piano? I, I want to, um, I really want to do, I feel like I want to do my next thing. Because you guys know when I first moved here, I set myself this goal of like five albums before 30. Yeah. So I'm, um, I'm going to do that. Like, yeah. I'm working... My my Dan Kai thing was an album, so... Oh, okay. Fuck okay. okay, bro! Okay. <laughs> but it was, though. LP, 44 yeah. minutes. <laughs> um, Sad projects. We're counting them yet. All right. <laughs> cool. No, as, that's as a person, true. I... Uh, no, but... Uh, so, anyway, I've... I'm After this thing, I'm going to feel... It's this weird thing of, like, Alpha mentioning he doesn't set the deadline. I've had this, like, looming deadline. So, when I think about when I finished Wallflower, which is only my second album, I was like, shit, okay, I'm 25 and I need to do three more. So mm-hmm. I've, got, I've got to release them like on every 18 months sort of thing right, right. to try and get it in. But then I was, when I get started getting close, I was like, is it on my 30th birthday or is it within the year of me being 30? And Whoa, I started like, I started really overthinking Living the goalposts, yeah. And then I had a session with Puma Blue. Yeah. And he was like, why are you doing this? Why are you putting yourself under this pressure? Like, <laughs> why are you doing? This? No yeah. one's gonna, you know, yeah, it's cool yeah. to you, but you're. It seems like you're putting yourself under too much pressure to force art out when you should be blah blah blah. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, <laughs> shit, that's true. So and I came back and going, yeah. I'm not gonna do it. I'm I'm just gonna like really take my time with this current album. And then lockdown came, yeah. and I boshed out the Dan Kai album, full length album. And go. I was just like. I can really take my time. I technically have two years to release the one I'm working on now, but yeah. I'm much further down the line than that. But you are quite, you are quite competitive. Yeah, I got that. I, I want to like, I set a goal and I want to do it for like, a, I don't know, not a game, but I want to get it done. Yeah. So even today I was like working on music. I'm like, okay, where am I at? How, what more do I need to do? Blah, blah, blah. I, so it's much more like Alpha said, I'm in my head. I'm like thinking about Things seem much. So when Alpha was like, I'm recording Antiphon, this mm. is years ago, mm. I'm with a band, we do like one take all together. Mm. I was like, what? Yeah. I wish I had that freedom. How and then I how, sort how, of how did that in Wales. Like I sort of recorded like a band. Yeah. As more of a writing thing though. Right? As a writing yeah. thing, yeah. So it was like, it was harder to take away full compositions like that. But 
um, that was really cool to like get most of it done there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah. like I usually used to go play the make the whole thing and then just do it one person at a time. Yeah. Did, did, did you did you go when you went into those sessions? Did you go? I'm gonna do what Alpha did in terms. Of I'm gonna record this album here and then that's it. And then you chickened out, or was it that? Well, I realized. It was like a romantic. It's a romantic idea to go somewhere with five different people and yeah. make. A whole, you feel like you can make an album, but it's hard when there's so many people, all all of which are like in totally different genres and also very like talented. Like it's hard to get a cohesive idea down yeah, when you're starting yeah. from scratch. Yeah, yeah. So like, we got all the ideas on my album are from those weeks. Yeah. Um, but some ideas like some days were quite <laughs> I watch again um, some days were quite slow like some days we like boshed out three tunes so it's like it was more layering recording I was not doing any vocals I was just trying to get instrumental beds yeah. but we were trying to like do as much as we could so interesting everyone's got their own process yeah. on topical processes oh, hey. that wasn't even a that was, there was no, no. segue no before okay good. <laughs> so we're gonna get into the Grammys and the MOBOs yeah but before we do that, What's I need that? to show you something. What are we? What are you showing us? Alpha? I came on this podcast <laughs> with an agenda. <laughs> I what need is, to play you yeah. two tunes. Yeah. So we're gonna play like clips of two songs, and then, yeah, you're just. I'm just gonna not gonna give any context. Yeah, and explain after. Let's just play the two clips. We haven't heard this, by the way. This is we're hearing it for the first time right now. Here we go. Okay, so you've heard that, yeah? Okay, cool. Here's the next clip. I got the gliss, go up in the mouth. Ooh, kind of dick, put it all up in the mouth. Ebony skin, panther on the couch. Blue nose off the thing, we still balling out. The hate on our skin, why you wanna pout? My culture hot dog, yeah, just a sauerkraut. Look at him like rock with one eyebrow. Moving culture since I was little Daryl. Culture. So yeah, now that you've heard both of those, mm. please, please tell me your initial reaction. Do you see... You go on. Just so what? Like, so what's number? What's track number one? What's track number two? So the first audio clip you heard was by uh, DJ Lag. It's a song called Ice Drop. It came out three years ago. Yep. The second tune you heard was by uh, DJ Megan Wright, featuring Will I Am yep. and ASAP Ferg. Yep. If I'm being uh, accurate with that. Yep. So Which that tune is recently. called that tune yep. is called Culture. Yeah. And the premise of that tune, they're talking about being culture vultures. Yeah. As in them being against culture vultures. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, did but you guys hear similarity in those two audio clips? I mean, yeah. I mean, a massive similarity. I mean, it's the same song. It's the same song with just more money. It, it's, it's just that they put words on it. They've just changed the instruments a little bit. But it's the same rhythm, the same progression. It's the same... Dum, 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 d
um, anyone that's listening, I also showed Barney and Jordan the videos for both of these as we were playing the tunes. Like, not only did they take the rhythm, the rhythmic idea, the whole premise of the tune, the video concept of just being on top of buildings, they just basically did the same thing. So that's how you know, they can't say they've never seen that video before. Of course not. Like, not only do how can you take the concept of a tune yeah. and a video as well? I, I've never seen that happen. And not pay the art. So has DJ? Learned? They haven't even referenced. So, so as of now, yeah. um, Will I Am um, has put up an apology on Instagram, uh, which we'll hear right now. What's up, everybody? I'm here to clear up the situation between the song "Culture" and "Drop Ice" by DJ Lag. But first, I want to take the time to apologize to Megan Wright from the bottom of my heart. Megan, I am truly sorry for putting you in this situation. And I want everyone to know that Megan doesn't deserve the hate you're throwing at her because Megan didn't do anything wrong. The person that's at fault is myself. When the song was turned in, I turned in the credit information to Megan. And I obviously got the credit information wrong. And when I realized I made a mistake, I tried to fix it. And at that point in time, it was already too late. So to that, I apologize to DJ Lag. DJ Lag, you're an awesome producer. You have an amazing future ahead of you. And I'm so sorry for getting the information wrong. So we just heard that. Um, that I'm, is Matt. So he was deferring. I'm fuming. What are you talking about? What do you mean I got the credit? If you got the credits wrong, you are Will I Am, bro. You can rectify it as soon as you fucking want. You recorded a video to this thing. Do you know how long you have to have the song in in the system for before it comes up on whatever? He's chatting out of his I know arsehole. from experience you can easily change it. hundred percent. All of us know, and we're not Will I Am. What is he talking about? So the fact he 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 has actually admitted it though. He's no no no. What he, he admitted was sending in the credits. He got the credits wrong. But he's not admitting his intention was to steal the song. Yes. The inte- so he's basically making it seem as if, oh, I knew, but I, you know, I just did, input did the he, wrong. I've started, the question I've got is this: Did he work with DJ Lag on that song, Culture? I I highly doubt it. But I, I don't I don't know the facts. Because that's that. that's my thing is like, if you didn't work, if you did work with him, why why did he get? Why is he the only person that got left out of the credits? If you didn't work with him, then that means you still stole it anyway. That's, that's the what mad I'm thing is he. This isn't the first time Will I Am. Oh God, Alpha Weekly podcast. You are stolen music. <laughs> Alpha, you are coming with MVP. Alpha. No, no. Honestly, there's multiple. Like, what? there's multiple. Like, Will I Am is is notorious for this sort of thing. Like, I mean, what? all I did, Jake, imagine, yeah, I just Googled Will I Am stealing. Yeah. The first thing that comes up, Black Eyed Peas frontman Will I Am has, inf- has admitted infringing copyright with his new song, Let Go. The admission comes a week after he was accused of plagiarising the beats of Rebound, originally recorded by DJs Artie and Matt Zoe. There's a Forbes article that says Will I Am admits stealing song accidentally. So... Same thing, <laughs> the same shit. Accidentally <laughs> makes me go back to this yeah. Instagram. It makes no sense. Basically, DJ Lag, <laughs> I, I can't believe it. So basically, when I, they took the video down for um, the culture yeah. tune, yeah. but when I saw it, I've never seen the amount, that amount of dislikes on the video 
in my life. Yeah, it was I, like, I see the dislikes in the new one they've uploaded. It yeah. was 10k dislikes and like 1k likes or something like that. Oh, yeah, don't mess with, don't mess with. I've never seen. So everyone's basically gone, you know, gone in on this. And and oh my god, I just I just feel like at what point yeah did these lot think they just think they can get away with everything? 100. percent they don't live in the real world, bro. And and I think that's the idea of like... And basically, the reason why this is the maddest thing, the most ironic thing I've, I think I've ever come across, the song's called Culture. At the start of the video, I don't yeah. know if you can you lot can find it now, but they literally give a dictionary definition of culture vulture at the start of that Megan Wright tune. And they're talking about culture vultures, how people are stealing black people's music through the whole song. That's what they're talking about. What, what, uh, Alpha, what is he apologising for? So he's apologising. Yeah, what, like, what did that apology mean? Yeah, I didn't really understand uh, yeah, that. Like, he was saying apologising so to Megan. Yeah, well, okay, apologising to Megan because I'm guessing he produced it and gave it to Megan. And he's, and and he's, he's just like, slapped her career. Yeah, he's here. like, now Megan's finished, basically. Yeah. But you're apologising for DJ Lag for what? For not writing the credits. Yeah, yeah Guys, yeah. anyone that works in music, and if you don't, we, we can all vouch for you. Before you sign off on a song, all credit, you can't sign off on credits that are not, it doesn't make any sense. So basically if, what he's trying to do is hope that people just feel like it's music jargon and then just go oh okay so he, you know he meant to do it but he didn't do it like no nah, this is an easy thing it's impossible it's an easy credit it, and and it's an easy thing to fix a hundred percent he knew like he knew exactly what he was doing how can you take the video concept as well that's how you know i'm just like that video was not shot in one day alpha that video must have been shot in a few days of recording but he's i think he, what he's saying is when it came down to inputting the credit information. But he doesn't do that. His management of would Of course do that. they would. <laughs> and his label and whoever. Like, it's not just him on a, on a laptop knocking it do out. Do you know what I think William should have done? I think William. See, like, if I was William's publicist, yeah, yeah, I would have been like, bro, you need to come out and say this was all a social experiment. <laughs> <laughs> the tune was called Culture Vulture. Yeah, it was on purpose. I needed you lot to start talking about this thing yeah. because this is a real thing that yeah. happens. That would have been a smart move. Oh, that would have been so good. They should have had Alpha. I, 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 that that's true. How, so let's let's talk about theft then, guys. What What is your view on theft, on, on inter, inter, intellectual property, IP being stolen? What is your views on that? Have you experienced things being stolen from you, into, like inter, intellectual property? What's your views on it? Let's it's hard, it's hard in music podcast. because... It's hard to prove someone stole your idea like that. Mm. Like, there's other people that come out um, about Will I Am saying, you know, he's taken my, he was walked in studio and he took my idea and he's made a tune. It's like, okay, yeah. like, how did that happen? How yeah. does that happen? Yeah. How do you prove that? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, theft in the music industry happens all the time. It's rife, isn't it? It's just so. Like, if I had more, I swear, I should have just done like theft facts and figures because the amount of rumors that's out there, yeah. there's rumors about a Michael Jackson stealing the tune, like from hearing another band playing it in another room. Yeah, there's tons. And just going, oh. There's tons of people. Travis Scott's been accused of stealing things. Bare people have been told, like. Like, there's just loads, there's loads of rumors in it. But. The hard thing with, with like that there is like, I don't know enough about South African House. Was that House? I don't know. The first beat. Yeah. But like, is that a. You know that like Marvin Gaye thing with Robin Thicke. So what's that? Like that was. For people who oh, don't mean, know. What, what oh, that? sorry. Blurred Lines by Robin Thicke and Pharrell. Yeah. They lost the court case that it was like they were played. They were plagiarizing the Marvin Gaye. I don't know a track now, but like it's a famous Marvin Gaye song. But like then the, they argued like, how can you copyright 
a vibe and a groove. Yeah. So, yeah. And like, so if that's a common house beat, I don't think it is because the snare's in a weird place. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, like, and the video is the same. Yeah, like, the video. The video just looks like you've just put a million uh, pounds more budget into the original video, and that's what you come out mm-hmm. with. Yeah, they're on top of stadiums instead of buildings. And- yeah, and it's just the way the song starts with just the drums alone, like the rhythm. Basically, there's no way. So with the blurred lines thing, it was more likeness of you know general vibe genre. Yeah. This was like. This was so blatant. I was like, "This has to be like yeah, some and, sort of stunt." Uh-huh. And then, and then with the apology, and with yeah. the apology, he's literally just fucked himself in the like. There's yeah, no, yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. because the apology now he's gone. He knows who DJ Lag is. He says the name of the song wrong. Yeah, he says drop ice. He calls it drop ice rather than ice drop. He's literally just fucked himself because now he's com- he has admission that he knows who he is and he knew who he was before the song came out and he, like, he didn't write the credits in properly which makes no sense that's the thing about the credit thing is like it's sort of a, a side admission because like okay if you're doing the credit thing then you must admit that part of this song is from this yeah. guy then, which- or have you paid him to sample it have you sampled it? is it a sample that you've cleared did you clear the sample obviously not no it's none of that I just he just basically stole the concept yeah. he saw that it was you know Okay, this artist is small compared to me. I'm with I am. Yeah. No one's gonna know. Yeah. What some pockets in South Africa? Who cares? Yeah. Right. Like, but little did he know. Yeah, there's a follow people. How yeah. respected yeah. DJ Lag is. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm just like it's crazy. Now he, Megan Wright is out of here because everyone's attached. Is she a new DJ? Oh, I don't. I, the thing is, I don't know anything about. Uh, um, but now she's just a. There's a weird loophole about doing sampling. Like you can have a sample. Mm. And obviously, you can't use it because that person owns it. But you can replay the sample with your own instruments, so and you don't yeah, have to expl- ask. So explain that. So like, um, I could, I could um, sample. So it's, the, so it's the master and it's the publishing, isn't it? It's the idea yeah. of the master and the publishing. Ex- oh yeah. So it's still yeah. So if I was to sample um, "Rock with You" by Michael Jackson and yeah. might make it my chorus, yeah. And then the the label came back. You can't use it. Yeah. I'm allowed to re-record every element of that song yeah. and resample myself and whatever. Yeah. Um. I would still have to register MJ or whoever wrote that song. Yeah. As the per- whatever percentage. We got to clear it. You'd have to clear it with the publishers. You would for the still writing. have to clear the writing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they would they, but it's allowed to come out. But they just might request 100 percent or something yeah. ridiculous. Or so like, there's um there's an artist called Jojo. So Jojo's um. Uh, debut album mm. came out when she was like 14 the label that she was on I think it was Jive went into re- like got um, swallowed up by a larger company Right. she didn't have her, her rights for her album her master she couldn't get them back so what she did was when she got older she re-recorded the entire album and put it out under her own label because obviously she owns all the publishing so she redone her album interesting and, wow and, and put it out again because they own the master, they don't own the, the writing. That's a classic example of that. Mm-hmm. There's a specific style of meditation. Oh, God. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> it's called loving kindness meditation. Now, you go through four please. types of people. Yeah. Someone you love, mm-hmm. it's really easy. You basically spend like five minutes thinking about them, why you love them, blah, blah. Someone you hate. Um, someone you don't know and then yourself but like the person you hate so in that situation Dave Chappelle or like you saying you don't you don't like someone or whatever yeah. you have to basically visualise them understanding why they are how they are because of like their upbringing their people they surround themselves with and basically doing that That's meditation makes you realise like um, 
they're going through shit as well. And so on the same, we're all human. We all got our own problems. And speaking of problems, the Grammys this year. Fucking hell. (laughs) Oh, uh, Joe, you're that guy. You're like, I think you said something similar last week about like, like if only everyone that argued on the internet took took time to think about what the other side is (laughs) thinking. And I'm like, I don't care. But then I've got, so I've got a question for Jordan's thing. Before we get into Grammys, because I feel like we're going to need the meditation and, and peace for this next bit. That's do true. you? Do you? But what about like a murderer or someone that's killed your family? Well, yeah. You probably had a hard life, <laughs> you know. When he was four, you, he got what, what, about, what about Hitler? There was three people Hitler was in my life. By that was like, <laughs> there was like not many people in my life that could have been this person, you yeah, know, yeah, the angry yeah. person. Yeah. But through like a week of doing this weird, I never knew this style either, but I discovered on Google or something. Like, I didn't feel as angry to that person. To Hitler? No, no, not to the, per- but to the person he hated. Because <laughs> oh, I was thinking hated. in the last one I did recently, I was like, okay, everyone hates Donald Trump right now. So yeah. I was like, let me um, <laughs> let me channel this. Jordan's a MAGA. That's how you know MAGA you don't have anyone. Wow. For, the, for you to oh, think of someone you, you kind of don't like. Jordan's a nice guy. He's just Donald a nice Trump. guy. I've like, got, got three people. Oh, Is that it? What is that? I thought that's a lot. No, could you name that then? I won't name that. Yeah, but could you name? I've got more. Them. I've got more than that. Well, but you hate Alpha. How many people do you hate? Hateful person. How many people do you hate? It's just quicker to count the people I love. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. I remember once Alpha said the funniest thing. He's like, "Relationships are just people that you hate the least." <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Yeah. I, I remember, remember this. That. Yeah. I know we're a tangent, but we're here with the podcast. <laughs> it was my nineteenth birthday party. <laughs> I don't know if Alpha remembers this. And I have a birthday party. Obviously, me and Alpha have been friends for a very long time. So, Alpha came to my house for a birthday party at my house. And it was just full, filled with people, like tons of people. And obviously, Alpha isn't a fan of random people he doesn't know in situations like that. And he's only there because he's my friend. Alpha tweeted, <laughs> I only like three people in this party. I remember that. I remember oh, you telling yeah, me about And that, then yeah. everyone was trying to figure out who the three people were. They were like, well, it must be Barney. It must be one of them. <laughs> that was pretty dumb, actually. I was in another room just tweeting and everyone else <laughs> could see what I was tweeting. I mean, that was dumb. That's back in the day. That's when we talked about, about Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. That's how Twitter was Diary. used back in the day. I miss, I miss like, Twitter Alpha. Twitter Alpha was, was, was the best. Nah, man. Now I just, you know, promote music. Yeah, Twitter blew up over the last few days with these weird nominations I've been seeing. <laughs> <laughs> Way to steer it that back. Was polite, that was a polite Way steer back. Steer All right. Back. So, uh, the Grammys and the Mobos um, both got announced. The uh, nominees got both the same day, actually. Same day, innit? That's yeah. kind of. Mobos in the morning, Grammys. Coordinated. In, I, I, think, I don't think Grammys had a clue who the Mobos yeah, were. Yeah, the Mobos <laughs> are like. I think the Mobos PR person fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, for people that are international, because you know how we roll, international baby, oh yeah, you know, shout out all the fans across the world. Uh, the Mobos are the Music of Black Origin Awards um, in the UK, and they're supposed to be. Uh, imagine like the BET Awards, if that's a better reference oh, for yeah, you. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's basically the BET Awards for the UK. Yeah. Um, so, those nominations kind of landed to. to um, uh, the same day as the, as the Grammys. Um, so, so before we start, yeah, <laughs> what what is yeah. something positive we can draw from these nominations? I have something positive. Yeah, um, Tiana Major Nine. <laughs> yes, Tiana, who used 100%. to go to me and Barney's primary school. Jeez. We didn't know each other at the time, but she was a couple years younger than us. Mm-hmm. Went to the same primary school. 
but she's out of East Ham, out of Newham. She got three MOBOs nominations yeah. and she got a Grammy nomination. Two? Um, no, one. one. What was one. the Grammy one for again? For, for a song, one of the songs. A song the called one that Collide. Adele shared? No, Collide, which no, is Collide, on, the, which Queen is on Slim, a yeah. Queen Slim soundtrack with oh, Earthgang. Yeah. Incredible song. Really so, good song. So, yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, so shout out to Tiana Major 9. Yeah. Shout out to She's your MOBOs nominations and your, your Grammy nomination. Shout out to you. You're, you're not any part of this. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> any part of this carnage. Yeah, so All right, cool. So what, okay, what? It's funny how we had a Mercury's conversation on like our first rollback. I yeah. Think, um, and, and we kind of spoke about awards and, you know, what that feels like and how we feel about awards. Yeah, that made this like last few days a lot funnier. Ah, oh, 100%. So, let's start from the jump. There's definitely agendas when it comes to award shows. Agreed or disagree? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I would um, I would agree. Sure. Um, Alpha? I would I would agree yes. that for some of the artists. Yes. There is an agenda yes. that's involved. Yes. The question I'd pose to you is: yes. Does that apply to every single nomination of the Grammy? Is there an agenda behind every name we see in every category on every list? Is there like, as every is everything by design, or is it just? I, I I'm gonna say yes. I think my stance with that on the Mercury was, was that because even when people are talented and deserve to be on there, that is like when you go to a when someone does like a, a scam, they'll put some real things in there. I don't know, I've been watching a show called Hustle, right? So what I know the, what you mean though. The convincer. Yeah. You have to have the convincer in there. So the reason why the people that are there that are deserve to be there is because you've got to make it look at least a little bit real. It can't look totally the, fake. The hard thing I was, because I was looking at just the record of the year. This Grammys? Yeah, this Grammys. Yeah. And like, I I don't know much of his music, but from what I know, I think it's honestly horrible. Yeah. But Post Malone, right? Yeah. yeah. I think it's horrible music. Get but I know he's popular. The record of the year got for record of the year but yeah. like if it's popularity we we talked about the weekend how he's the most popular artist of the year but he didn't get nominated so like what so is yeah, it then let's let's so let's let's start the week with the weekend start with the weekend that's good so start. good start the weekend yeah i guess we go i guess let's read that record of the year yes record of the year yeah is black parade by beyonce colors by black pumas rockstar by the baby Say So by Doja Cat, Everything I Wanted, Billie Eilish, Don't Start Now, Dua Lipa, Circles, Post Malone, and Savage by Megan the E. Stallion. That's song of the year. So that's record of the year, song of the year. Record I, of I the don't year. know the difference. So record of the year is album of the year. No, album of the year is album of the year. Ah, okay, right. So yeah, yeah, so okay, yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. So I got two The weekend tweets up here. It was just <laughs> one from the other day, but now there's two. Okay. And they're two separate points. This is mad. So basically... Uh, the weekend um, tweets: The Grammys remain corrupt. You owe me, my fans, and the industry transparency. Transparency. Wow. Transparency. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yep. So the, so, I haven't got the numbers in front of me. Have the, the weekend has the biggest song yes. of the year. Yes. He's number one. He's sold the most records this year. The weekend has sold. Or last year. Whenever the record yeah, came out, yeah, it was yeah. the biggest of that year. Why do you think that is? So, Jordan, you posed the question. Maybe Barney can give us some clarity on why. That's, that's, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, why, <laughs> that's, 
<laughs> if it's the most popular, yes. then okay, he would be nominated. But it's clearly not the most popular. Yeah. But that honestly, Post Malone, that's not music. <laughs> okay, there we go. <laughs> I, I'm just like I see people. I see people like that. I'm just like, that is Dude, not, you can't say it's not music. <laughs> it's music, bro. It's insane. There's the, <laughs> no ratings. No ratings. Um, it's definitely like. music. I think. I think. So I've got some questions. I think if it's just sales, then surely Baby, yeah, what, yeah. Baby Shark would have been nominated for a Grammy. What's that? Baby Shark. Do, 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 oh. Baby. That was the biggest song ever. So it's not just about that. Right. It, it, it's a merge of things. I think it's. What are the components? Let's break them down. Um, what do you it's cultural in impact cultural impact popularity cultural impact is a fancy way of saying how much money the label have put in place of marketing that's what that's what cultural impact means does it interesting yes I'm trying okay. to think about cult yeah but what I about sonically like... as in audibly as in ear digestingly. Why do you hate Post Malone so much? <laughs> no, no, I mean like Kendrick. Kendrick probably didn't get much budget for Tipping Butterfly, but that's, that's the thing was was he called he did, sonically t- did Tipping Butterfly. Yeah. Did that have much cultural impact? It had it. I it feel had, like it, it did. It did, but it had it. But I think it actually had it um, retrospectively. That was that the word? Like after after the album came out. We saw the effects of how what it did, like it, what it truly did the mag, like how big it was after when it because it won the Grammy for rap album of the year. I think it won rap album of the year not just because the album was great but before they because they felt guilty about him being snubbed for the first album. Macklemore, yeah, that Macklemore one. Oh yeah, with the Macklemore text. With the Macklemore text. So, looking at these singles, yes, I guess I'm not like um. But yeah, what's this, what does record of the yeah, what does that mean though? Like song of the year because if it's if it's numbers, yeah, then we go numbers. That's what I'm saying. So song of the year, if it's cultural impact, I'm trying to look at like what was it like a like huge syncs for these tunes, yeah. like that you you just sort of hear the tune everywhere. Like yeah. what does it what else yeah, what does could it, mean? it be other than there were people behind the scenes that just didn't vote for yours. I don't even feel like people circled around like we can't let the weekend win this one. Mm. That's what the weekend. The weekend feel, is that what you think is happening? I definitely. I feel like a lot of okay, I feel like a lot right, of artists so, yeah. feel away. They feel that. How they, many people do you think are on the panel? There's a lot. Uh, of people. There's, uh, there's hundreds. There's yeah, like a lot of people. I have no idea. I feel, oh. but I feel yeah. like everyone is positioning their guy. Yeah. I don't feel like everyone's conspiring to get one guy out. Ooh. Do you see what I'm saying? I feel like everyone is leveraging their guy so much that they forget about and Weekend just ain't got a guy in there. See, I disagree. That's really interesting, though. That's, that's, a really good, that's a really interesting take. The reason I disagree is because I feel like there's a panel of, of panels, but then there's a final say. So there's a panel of, like, um, you know, being part of the Grammy panel, you can yeah. vote, but then there's a final. That's what, I think there is a final table. There's a final table. Yeah. It's yeah. like the NBA All-Star game. They get voted on by the fans. Then the press vote on those fans' votes, and then the coaches vote at the end. Okay, so yeah, so I, so that's why I feel like this, I'm going to take this sport sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I I think there's definitely been cases where there's been agendas to snub people to be like you're not even going to get a nomination, and I feel like the weekend should feel away that he's not getting nominated. For so anything. you partly believe him? I believe that he's been snubbed. Yes, I believe there's something in that. The same way I feel like Summer Walker's been snubbed. What's his next tweet, Alpha? Is it related? Oh, so his next tweet said, 
it's a different conversation, but yeah, he's very much was involved in the process of the Grammys. So yeah. the tweet says collaboratively planning the performance for weeks to not being invited. Then he says... What? Sorry, say that again? He says, Collabor- collaboratively what? planning a performance for weeks to not be invited. So that means wow. he was in conjunction with the Grammys about performing at the Grammys. Blood! So for him, and then he says, in my opinion, zero nominations equals you're not invited. So he's put that non-invitation to himself. Well, it'd be weird to perform without a nomination. That some people weird. have. Really? Who? Like some, yeah, some they, people have. They probably have. They no, probably. but that but, would be weird because he would be the superstar. They would, have, they would either do that unless they're like a legacy act, or they had they haven't got an album out that year. If you got an album out that year or whatever, and you're not nominated for anything, you won't perform at the Grammys. Why? Come on, guys. Of course you don't know. No way. I don't know. I feel like the weekend is big enough to be invited to perform at the Grammys, regardless. Yeah, definitely, but. Why would you? Well, that's again. That's his decision. So that's he takes it as him not being invited. Um, that's, so that's what nuts. he said. In my opinion, zero nominations equals he was you're not gonna invited. Perform. So yeah, he was. Yeah, he so was. That must perform. be. So that, that means that means it must be a snub then. If he if he was gonna perform, and but who snubbed him? I feel like everyone's tried to got their guy on 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 the on the thing. That's what I think. I think everyone's got. This person they're gunning behind, and everyone else can. But, 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 but that would technically be a popularity contest. It's about how many votes you've got. And, and no, but then you said there's a that, there's that, a decision and, made, and, and, and that's and that's where I feel the snub is. I feel the snub is that top that that bit. I think you're definitely right. I feel like people have agendas and want to put their guy in the running, but that top level of this decision though, that's where I think the snub happens because they will look at it and be like, "Raw, the weekend's performing at our show. Let's give him one. Let's give him best." Do you know how many categories there best are? In R&B uh, yeah, best R and B collaborative song or best song in a movie or give him something. I think the guys at the top, anyway, I don't know. That, I, yeah. I think they have an even more even more of an agenda. More of people that they just wanted to play. If it's a thing where Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like there's so many artists yeah. that were upset. It's like fam, nobody cares about all of you. Come on. Like Agreed. I don't think that's how like, But the weekend. That's not everybody. The weekend and some. I mean, it was for me. It was the weekend and Summer Walker. So can we look at the? Have you got the R and B album of the year? Um, yeah. Um, Ant Clemens, happy to be here. Givian, taking time. Luke James, to feel loved. John Legend, bigger love, and Gregory Porter, all rise. So, this was another controversial one because there was no females nominated for any. Of that, there's no females or male. On That's R- yeah. R&B of the album of the year. How? What's your views on that? But I'm trying to think of the R&B I've even heard this year. Who's what? What would you say? Janae, her, yeah, her, Brandy, Kalani, Brandy. Kalani is a big one. Yeah, Summer Walker is a massive one. So that was why I did she say anything? Yeah. So her, her manager spoke about it and being like. Because that's another thing. Is there's a lot of money exchanged hands, whether it's like buying tickets to the Grammy show or buying tickets to go to the function or the parties and that kind of stuff to kind of get in the running. And it? it's, it's like a campaign, sort of like similar with the Oscars or like the presidency. What happens is you do like a, a tour 
around the industry parties or whatever to yeah. get in the good books to hopefully get a nomination. Get a nomination. Um, and so he's just like, listen, Summer's album was, and it was, um, you, you guys might have not heard it, but in terms of impact, um, it was extremely impactful um, to the R&B, like the young community. Um, right. Definitely in the same, like, you know, her, her, like Snow Allegra, like that kind of vein, um, Kailani, that kind of stuff. Like, Good vibe, uh, soul. That vibey, little bit of tune vibe, that, that kind of vibe, right? Heartbreak, yeah. R&B, that's very popular today. Uh, what, um, what Janae Aiko was? J- kind of Janae, but a little bit more ratchet. Sorry. Okay. It is, that, <laughs> it is that, that's exactly what it is. But anyway, regardless, it is yeah. huge tunes with like big songs, all that kind of stuff. And she didn't get no nominations for anything. Um, but and no no female got nominated for our, our best R and B album this year. Yeah. Females are killing R and B right. Yeah, now. I feel like I don't know any males that are killing it. Maybe Giveon Giveon might be that. I've heard it like he's doing really well at the moment in terms of hype. But yeah, who like? Yeah, I only knew John Legend and Gregory Porter in that list. Yeah. I didn't really and know. Porter, like, is, he R- is he R and B or is he jazz? Like, what is Gregory Porter? It can be put in soul. Yeah, soul. Which can be put in art. Like, it's all. Yeah. It's all. So it's I all found that weird. I, I. That's what I'm saying. I'm just like, what is happening? What is that? Well. Yeah, on that same token, because the, the one above it's called Progressive R&B Album, yeah. which is four guys as well and one girl. The one girl's Janaya. So out of 10 awards, out of 10 nominations one. for two R&B. But have you heard the Glasper album? No. He got nominated. He's like rapping and singing in it, and it's I don't think it's very good. Okay. Like the music's good, Yeah. but the vocal parts are like not very good. And what good. did he get nominated for Best Jazz? Progressive, progressive R&B Album. Oh, was that what? Fuck uh, Your Feelings, that yeah. album? Got nominated. Yeah, for f- that album, they released the instrumental version of that album. That probably would have done I, better. I liked it a lot. I liked, <laughs> I liked that the instrumental version was good, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> I still think yes. This is still corruption. Okay, for me, yes. But you're, you're going. Everyone needs to stop My being thing so is the arrogant. Corru- the cor- you're, you're going. Why is everyone I'm thinking saying, about them? I'm saying you lot don't have. You know, you don't have guys in there, in it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like that is what the corruption is and you should be angry at that mm. but I'm saying people have focused more so on other people than you you know it's a snub yeah. but whether they had a list of people they're gonna okay Brandy mm, like they had a list Brandy um, Janelle, not Janelle because she got nominated for something Summer Walker The Weeknd did they have a hit list of man they were just like listen not these man but Anyone else? Free I, for all. I, I think so. I think it's, I, don't think I, so. I think it's similar to how like playlisting works for like New Music Friday. Yeah, how yeah. they go, they go, okay, yeah, they go, they go. Uh, okay, who's making it? Who's not making it? Nah, I'm gonna swap that person with that person. Nah, okay, that one gets that one. That one gonna get swapped out. So it's it's the four that get nominated for the best R and B. Isn't because it's just because they they just got more. Like they people are willing to swap out the female for that like none of them were swapped out for the female Do yeah you know what I'm saying yeah yeah um that's that's why I feel I, and and I think that there's a there's a massive huge problem if in this day and age when R&B is female R&B women led R&B is doing really well and, and in comparison to what the R&B situation is 
male R&B is not dominating over female R&B right now. I wouldn't say that. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. So no. the fact that no female has been nominated when I can name four, her, Kalani, Summer Walker, Brandy, I'm just naming names. That's just a quick, that well, hasn't is, been nominated. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just go, there's something wrong here in the industry that that's been allowed. The problem is when we, when I think of album of the year, I think of like legendary albums every year. Like, I feel like I don't know what know what's happening in the last few years, but you know, classic Radiohead albums or like Stevie Wonder, Marvin Gaye, I don't know, The Police. Like these sort of albums. That's who I think of album of the year. And I didn't know any of those albums that were so, nominated this year. So yeah, that brings me on to this next point because Drake, funnily enough, did a um an Insta post semi in defense of The Weeknd. Okay. So, but in that post, it's mm. quite a long one. I don't really want to read it out. Yeah. But um, the gist of it was, artists shouldn't really care about the Grammys anyway. The Grammys don't mean what they meant. Yeah. So he essentially said, the Grammys have been devalued mm. to a point where it shouldn't really be what artists aspire to anyway. So, we kind of spoke about this when we in our in our award yeah. episode. Yeah. But Drake's come out and said this, and he's someone that would be nominated yeah. for like. Well, he has, said I, Grammy. Think, I think he has been nominated. And I think he has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got nominated for, for. But he's basically come out and yeah. he's gone. Um, uh, just accept that what was once the highest form of recognition may no longer matter to mm. the artists that exist now and the ones that come after. Yeah. It's like a relative you keep expecting to fix up, but they just can't change their ways. Blah blah blah. Basically, he's just saying people's grandkids no one's gonna hold the va- the grammys are not gonna hold value much longer yeah so he's like ah, why are these why are these artists ma- like why do they care anyway but he was more on uh what is the pinnacle then of but why but why do we need a pinnacle like what is that like why, yeah, why do we need why do we need like um uh validation, validation um from from a from a from a committee that gives out awards, and it's funny because the AMAs, actually the American Music Awards, got announced, um, ha- happened last week. Right, like the winners I and stuff, those. and 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 I found out that the the American Music Awards were created by CBS because they were angry that the Grammys got put on another news another TV channel. Right, right, right. And so they made their own award ceremony called the AMAs, and it's like, let's not forget. That we said, in the, as we said in the award episode, that for the, yeah, for it's the business, Mercury bro. Prize. Yeah, it's business, man. Hyundai, like, Hyundai, mate. <laughs> Sponsor is sponsored. Because what your name to be associated with? That. Yeah, I. I don't know, man. I just don't place. Like I said before, I don't place value in these things like at all. That could be half because I don't ever see myself winning. But I feel like it's not something I'd reject if I won. I would put it in my room or on the shelf in why, the studio why, next to why like would you a put poster. Because I'd put like a sold out poster mm-hmm. for a gig mm-hmm. on my wall as well. Mm-hmm. Like, But that's all it is, isn't it? That's like, a, okay, it's an achievement, but it's definitely not something I aspire to. Mm. Some people literally go, yeah. maybe this next record will, will could Get be up for Grammy. a Grammy. Yeah. We, could, uh, we, could, we could do that with mm. shooting for... Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. So I I I, I, I would I would love to be at that point that you guys were at. I would fucking love to win a Grammy and if I did win a Grammy I would be losing my shit and I'd feel like but I feel like on the flip side of that 
I think the 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 plummet of that next album that doesn't win a Grammy or doesn't get nominated for a Grammy must be absolutely heartbreaking because I'm pretty sure The Weeknd has been nominated for a Grammy and has won a Grammy. Um, yeah, in, and, in his life. And yeah, so yeah. that's why he's so upset, I think. Because yeah. not only that he hasn't been nominated for an album that's done so well, it's that he's had that feeling, that sensation of being the hot, the hot shit. Criteria was a number one thing. Like he was thinking, he was like, no, yeah, you guys are wrong. I've done yeah. criteria where I've ticked yeah. every. Yeah. I should win a. Do you know what I mean? Like biggest song of the year equals Grammy. Are you lot mad? Mm. Basically, that's that's what he's he's gone. He thinks he understood the algorithm mm. for to get a Grammy. Yeah. <laughs> he thought he understood the criteria, and, and it just didn't happen. And he and he just yeah. And again, that whole collaborating to perform thing means he was strung along. One hundred percent. So he thought he actually did. He was like, yeah, I've done everything, and. It's been swept under. That's all. I remember I was yeah. watching. I know we've been, been talking for ages, but yeah, yeah. one more. Like I remember, like for the mo, I watched an interview of a, a, a rapper called Wretch Three Two from the UK, and Wretch Three Two, um, in like the pinnacle of his career, like peak, like number one song, top two, top two album, like killing it. Got nominated for five Mobos, right? Did a performance, and what you guys might not know is that when performances at award ceremonies, you've got to pay production fees all that kind of stuff the, the award ceremony doesn't cover that so you pay that so either you pay it or the or your label will pay it whatever Rich spent 30 40,000 pounds on this production for this show on on this performance because Kanye Kanye King who was the um, mobo uh, runner the, runner the mobo coordinator but like owns it um gave him a wink and a nod at the, the nomination party and was like, make sure you're there, make sure you're gonna, you wear your best suit, man. It's gonna be your year, that this is gonna be your year. So he like, and this is what he, this is what Rex said. And so Rex got there, bought, got bought a table, because obviously, as you know, tables, you gotta buy a table to go to these award ceremonies. Got there, did a performance, right? Didn't win, didn't win one. Didn't win one MOBO. And then he saw Kanye King later that night, and he's like, whoa, and she goes, it's the votes. It's about the votes, sorry. It's the votes. Fucking all his money as well. That's it. And I think that's where it, it happens. The game. Yeah, the game's the game. It's the game. Wow. Should we play a music game? Yeah, let's play the music game. Who's going first? Uh... Bon, you go first. I'll go first. Rolling, grown women ting, so I'm never at risk. Mind my own business, I'm never in mess. Who am I? I ain't bae. Get a slice of the cake. Want a house with a view and a new pair of shoes. Keep it real from the jump. Gucci gang, little pump, little vibe, little bass, little kick, little snare, little lies, big truths. Do you? They don't care. Do you? They don't care. Get your ass out the box and build up from there. I don't have a gang with me, but I still walk with a gangster lean. I rock Nikes cause we think they're clean. MJ leather jacket, beat it Billy Jean. MJ leather jacket cause I think I'm bad. That's cool. I like it. The growth, the lie, the pain, the fight. Love, we fight, we hurt, we cry. He paid the price, you'll be alright. I'll take a little time away. I'll take a little time. I'll pray. 
hype more, put them in cursive. Deep like I'm burying hearses. Preach like I'm doing up churches. Sin for a bit, I got urges. They got Chanel bags and purses. And I got some mashed up vans that I won't throw away because I'm needy and hurting. I keep it in because I can, can. I've seen the drinks and the cans, cans. I think it's in my genetics to the gin and the juice that I drink, I'm indebted. So if I fall off, it's expected. Wow, gather your thoughts and collect them now. Penny for my thoughts, make a fortune. Bow. How'd you keep rapping off beat, bro? How? Talking about you getting on a track since when? Everybody's here, we don't need more friends. Just do you, you ain't got a pretend. Just do you, you ain't got a pretend. He was doing school while they were doing ends. Now he's doing money and that man are doing pen. You know about six or five of the men. You know about half of the men follow trends. He said to me, they put guns in the streets. That's what they wanted for me. And I said, gee, someone can fix you a plate, but no one can force you to eat. Like when will he see himself as a king and not just a pawn in these streets? And when will we come together as a tribe and be what intended to be? I just wanna be free. Yeah. any with peng black girls um this song came up on my uh twitter feed um amazing video um and yeah like the girl is a uh, can spit and and I, I just love the sentiment of the song and i think it's really important so yeah any peng black girls i liked it i liked she did she sing as well i think so I didn't see her featuring, so I'm hoping, I'm guessing it's. It her. did sound like her. Yeah, like she and she was um, singing mid verse as well. Yeah, so yeah. So that's really, how I kind of. It was sick. Yeah. I like the I like the combo. Tiana Major Nine is another one. The combo, rapper and singer. Tiana sings. She raps. She, sorry. Oh, she check her first verses? EP. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't say she's a rapper though. I think Annie's a rapper that sings. Oh, I see. Um, but anyway, I thought it was sick, and the beat was sick as well. Yeah, the beat was wavy. Yeah, I liked it, man. Um, like, sort of a catchy, yeah, catchy chorus. Well, second half of chorus. Yeah. The right okay bit. Yeah, um, okay. yeah. yeah, it was good, man. She was speaking on some stuff as well, like uh, people being, I know someone someone telling her that they put guns in the streets and stuff like that, but he was yeah. like, yeah, you know, you don't have to eat yeah. what... Peter, what someone puts on your plate yeah. it's your choice and yeah. blah, blah blah so she was touching on just things that she probably sees around her mm. you know what I mean so mm. I think that was um, yeah that was sick Yeah. and yeah the rap singing combo do you, you, uh, I don't want to put you on, on the spot you don't know who produced it right? uh, Pia I did I just googled it Pia did yeah I need that B, uh, B was sick <laughs> yeah <laughs> B was sick anyway that was a, yeah that was a good yeah. that was a great P-A-Y-A. tune P-A-Y-A um, yeah when did, when did that is that like it's probably recent, right? Twenty twenty. It popped out, popped up on the released by Fam. Yeah, yeah, no, it's um, I, I, I think you know what else I really liked about it was yeah. like, well, yeah, we need to get a female on the podcast soon. We're gonna, it's gonna happen. We're yeah, we're yeah, plotting yeah. guests. We haven't had a guest, but we plotted guests. We had a guest, and then something happened to the guest. I mean, they're alive, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, but yeah, like I think it's I think 
it's really important to have female voices as we saw with the Grammy noms and you know females kind of being alienated and kind of pushed to the side um, 100% I think it's really important that their voices are heard in different capacities yeah especially the black women yeah so shout out to my <laughs> sisters and friends and what's the name of the tune Peng Black, black girls. girls shout out to them too Cheese. next tune <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, so that was a tune called She Baba um, by Duke Pearson. And um, yeah, it was an interesting one. I feel like it's a cover because I found a tune that's 1970, that's older than that, by another artist. It could be a cover or he could have written it. It could be just as old or maybe older. I don't know. Um, but yeah, when I was um, looking for stuff for the Blue Note project, they, I was basically looking back through their discography to find tunes and stuff like that. And I came across this album and this tune was interesting. I was going to do it. Um, yeah, then just decided on Galaxy After. But uh, yeah, this tune was interesting. Weird harmony. Yeah, like, really kooky. And yeah, I don't know. I just liked it. What did you guys think? It reminded me of like a, like The Godfather or something like that. Like a weird scene. Right, you know, right. sometimes when there's like someone's well, getting shot that. and killed, yeah. but there's like a juxtaposition of like happy music. Yeah, exactly. it, it reminded me of like a throwback vibe of like those gangster movies or something. It actually reminded me of like Killing Eve. You know, Killing Eve was <laughs> right, bad right, happened, right. And Killing Eve, and then yeah, like exactly the same thing. Yeah, um, loads of energy. It's a, like, it's really weird to place it. Why did it? It sounded Latin. Yeah, I feel like yeah, but like I feel like jazz. rhythmically it was latin based yeah there's a lot of jazz that will go into other styles you yeah know? so are you talking like ancient rome latin or are you talking like <laughs> no i'm joking <laughs> <laughs> hey for a minute my heart dropped Yo. i was like i have no clue what he's talking about imagine caesar or like what kind of music were the romans like do you ever think about that like, i don't know if they were do you reckon the man them like back in the day were like this is a banger like oh that like, I feel Beethoven. like musicians were like yeah. jesters basically like come here Theodore play some yeah. flipping you got a little guitar thing I don't know how them contraptions work but entertain me do you know it's what I mean because like violins and shit were not even invented until like 1500 so what was back then drums like a talking drum or something we just had a stone they carried around <laughs> Like start beating on whatever was in the drums everywhere. But you know what? But it's crazy though. How, like, back in the day, like even <laughs> this guy's so dumb. <laughs> but it's funny, like even back in the day, like you couldn't just have music with you all the time. You'd have yeah. to go home. Like I was, I was talking to my um, my friend's dad. Shout out to Mr. Brewer. He said that obviously with vinyls, back in the day you had to run home, and you and your friends would go home and put a vinyl on. Yeah. I would listen to an album for the first time together and then listen to it the whole way through and then listen to it again until the experience was shared immediately yeah. for the first time. Yeah. Which I would find terrible. Like I, I like listening to music on my own for the first time. You know what I'm saying? But that's the only way. And it would be like a thing though. It would be like a gathering. And like, you know, now obviously... I remember when Black Messiah came out and the D'Angelo album, me and my Australian band, we all like were on the phone like, should we press play? Now we all press play in our headphones in our own room. <laughs> and we were like... <laughs> <laughs> we were so geeky. Oh, that's the, oh, and we were like wow. texting each other like, oh my God, track one's done. Oh my God. Crazy. <laughs> well, you know, Spotify, obviously we're not talking about Spotify, but Spotify have a new contraption where you can listen um, to together. Spot together. So I listened to an album the other day uh, with my friend and yeah, that you can set up that when you press play, it plays on their phone. When you stop it, it stops on their phone. You can rewind it. So it's like ne the Netflix thing. It's like the Netflix party thing. Netflix. Uh, I didn't know that. What's the Netflix party thing? You can do the same thing. Oh, Netflix. right. You can have like. <laughs> 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 Essentially, you can have Zoom dates. Yeah. Like that, I guess. Yeah, you can just press play um, and then control it. 
Yeah, I don't know. That's a weird, it's a bit of a weird concept for me. Mm. But like, imagine that means every album back in the day had to be showers and not growers. <laughs> <laughs> imagine that, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? If the album didn't bang on first listen, then you're with everyone. You refer to the album shows not girls, yeah. But yeah, it had to be. Like <laughs> What but is true were, though? But to be fair, there wasn't like independent beat makers DIY vibe coming out back then either. I guess Everything yeah. was like, so like you think, production. So the reaction was showers. Just full length. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I mean Frank Sinatra comes in. Oh, me to the, oh. Turn the vinyl back. Just <laughs> <laughs> rewinding Frank's between the old oh, damn son. <laughs> that's actually funny. That's actually funny. Wait, I yeah. cool. Who's who's, who's lost? I, I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To a trillion silicone chips when we did, I could feel your pain before I knew your name. Living on a knife edge, cut off the nerves to the brain. I've changed so many things, like popping pills. I didn't need any help. Was not a word that I could speak. Yeah. So frozen on the pillows, weeping like the willows. Yeah. 
That track was by Zania Manasa and Mara TK, and it was called Met at the River. Um, Mara TK is actually one third of, well, now there are only two, but one half of Electric Wire Hustle. Do you know them, a Kiwi band? I've heard of them, yeah. They're in, I will, I will, I'll play them next week. They're fucking sick. But he just popped, this song popped up. It's honestly, when I heard it, it's it's the weirdest thing I heard in a long time. It's fre- I feel like it's really fresh. It's soulful, obviously, but it's like weird. Um, but it's like six songs in one. I don't know. What do you guys think? So, yeah. I find it so interesting, man. So remember what we were talking about earlier about um, you have an idea, but there's an infinite amount of things you right. could do. Yeah. Like when you review it again and again. This mm. This tune feels like there was a place they should have stopped but it didn't stop yeah and then they kept going kept that oh, how can we do this and it feels like it's gone through so many iterations there's i didn't know what was a chorus because they went through so many different hooks hooks and things like that throughout the whole thing i feel like the, that was the idea i kind of think it's it was so interesting to me um i kind of want to call it genius but there were so many bits of it that I didn't like. There was bits of it that I was just like, like they didn't stay with the bits I liked. It's like they were giving me some and then taking it away from me and then giving it back and then taking it away from me. That was a, I don't know, it was an exercise to listen to. I I don't really listen to most music like that. I used to, but yeah, it's the first song in a long time I've proper, what tried to study as I was listening, like what's actually happening here. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, no, I That's I, I did like I liked that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I liked that. Um, I like the song. I like the song for that reason. Do you know what I mean? It's weird. It's weird. I don't know how to explain it, but I liked the song you for like that the reason. Riskiness and the fearlessness, maybe of their writing. Yeah, it's like I could hear, like hear how I would have if if I would have come to this conclusion with yeah. this tune, yeah. I I could have I could hear how I could get to this place. If I didn't leave a song alone, yes. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, just messing about pitch on a piano thing, just for the sake of it, you know, random harp, and then uh, the end of the harp goes goes wrong a bit, but then you change the the whole chord progression based on that going wrong. Like, I think that was it's interesting. I like. I, I have to stop it. I like it. <laughs> I have to stop it. I, I like it. That was. The, I think any song that can make someone do that has something about it Yo, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. good yeah, yeah. I usually heard the process that's so interesting of yeah, yeah. Um, I knew it was going left from when I heard the lyrics I know John doesn't like listening to lyrics but I don't know if you heard the first lyrics no when I first did when I she said, was like I'm going to turn into like a my heart's going to bro turn. like she started, well, said that the river's like neon and then she said something about her heart changing and transforming into something where I was like yo this is like an alien film she yeah exactly then, it was yeah, very yeah. like strange imagery and then I went what hang on wait huh huh um I don't know. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I don't know, bro. I don't know, bro. I think that she but, said but, she's gonna but, put her middle finger up to heaven. Out of nowhere, what did God do? do you know what I'm saying, like, I but, <laughs> but yeah. I know. I suppose, but then what I, think, I, what, I what thought I, she's got. She had a beautiful voice. I mean, yeah, hundred yeah? percent. But it was funny because like once it started playing. Alpha looked at me and was like, "Oh, it's like the Summer Walker stuff," and I was like, "Yeah." And it's like when and they went, went left, I went, "I went no, no, no." It's it lulls you into a full sense of security and then changes on you. So I can imagine it's doing terribly on Spotify because <laughs> the switch up 
could t- someone could be like, oh my god, this is terrible. What's happened? Because it's it's so nice and very Frank Ocean esque. Like, oh, that's a Spotify thing I heard um, this week. Mm. I can't remember who whoever's got credit for this. Shout out to you. I really can't remember who I spoke to and yeah. they told me this, but it might have been one of you two. Spotify like playlisting in Spotify. No, it wasn't one of you two. It was just comedy. Um, Spotify playlisting mm. isn't about oh, if your song's good it will stay in the playlist if your song is inoffensive yes it will stay in the playlist 100% so it's not about it being good Mm-mm. so what we want as artists is our songs to get playlists yeah and for um, the people that come across our song to go back to our page yeah and listen back to everything mm-hmm. Spotify don't want that they want you to stay on Spotify playlists so they don't want you to go to the artist profile. They want you to stay in the Spotify playlist. Podcast. And for that, your music has to be inoffensive yep. and make people stay in yep. the playlist. And so skip. They have to not notice. Yep. So they stay in the playlist, basically. So they'll likely favour... Well, that's what happened when I heard this. I was in my release radar. I was like, yeah. what is this? I have to go check if he's got an album. This is sick. But that's what we want. That's the dream yeah. for artists. Like, check my whole discography. That's why you get gas when you get playlisted. Yeah. You're like, oh man, yeah, now the rest of my catalogue is going to get a nice little... But that's why you hear see artists that have massive streams and massive monthly listeners but have no fans because it's like they just have this really good playlist artists that really yeah. fit really really well but have no engagement but no one's compelled audience. to go to your yeah, that definitely is in the track he made in mind of he i think he was of making a playlist i think 100 percent. yeah yeah well that's that yeah like that all my thing is the reason why i get confused because it started very playlist friendly i feel like that was maybe the the I think it was on the purpose. point of the song that's why I, it was that's why I like it yeah it's deliberate like, it's very alpha I think that's one thing I was about to say is like it was very deliberate like yeah. he didn't do this wasn't like an f- accident and I think he wanted to like they wanted to they wanted to prove sorry not he they wanted to prove that yeah this is not a fluke and that's why they just kept changing it and moving it and like making you feel uncomfortable and even the, the it didn't feel nice and friendly it, it, and it but yeah I, do I like it I don't know would I listen to it again yes <laughs> <laughs> It's like watching those fucked up movies. Like, oh, oh have you seen Under the Skin? Oh no. god, I don't, I don't, I don't I, think I, I want to watch Under the Skin. Have you heard about it? No, go on, Jordan, it is, go No, on. it's insanely deep. But go like, on, Jordan. It's it's one of those movies that split the crowd. People come out. Also, like the Lobster. Have you guys seen the Lobster? Yes. No. And you don't like the Lobster? Is that what I like mean? the Lobster. Yeah, but basically, it's a movie where you can go into it and what come out of it going like, the "What the fuck is it about?" What's Under the Skin? Go on, I'm not gonna watch. Under it. the Skin. Well, I don't want to ruin it, but Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> is this is character that, that yeah. it's That's very right. very 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 surreal movie and um you loved it obviously. i loved it when i came out and when finished watching it i remember the person who watched it with me was just like what the fuck was that piece of shit i think that's the sort of same thing with this sort of music it's like it splits the crowd but people love it or you like i really loved that song when i first heard it. i was like i haven't heard anything like that in ages so on a pop one is it like tenet Yes. Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. Exactly. Okay. Maybe it's Twin Peaks? No. It's that, yeah, Tim. Jordan likes, basically, I, know, I think I know what Jordan likes. <laughs> Anything weird. I watch something and I go, oh, he's going to like it. Why? Because it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like anything normal? What's the most normal, mundane thing that you like? Except for chess. I've started, um, I told you this maybe last time, but I've, I've never seen it my whole life. I've started watching Friends. But are you watching it ironically? In lockdown, I kind of feel like he's watching it like... I watch it as like, we, we use it purposely as an end of day, let our, let our brain just go dead and just watch this basic TV. <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> Yo, Frank. <laughs> so we're up to season six. <laughs> <laughs> Them watching Friends is like people smoking weed at the end of the day. That's like having a glass. That's that's your that's your glass of wine. That's your glass of wine. Yeah, exactly. that's your mind numbing. Do you laugh? Yeah, I laugh a lot. I think it's I think I think it's good. Have you ever seen Friends where they take out the laughs? No. no. So yeah, so you can see it on YouTube. Oh no. Where like, they take out the laughs. Yeah. And sometimes they replace it with other stuff. But <laughs> that's that's just too weird basically. <laughs> Imagine like hearing like I don't know, like a, a baby bird crying for its food <laughs> every time something quote unquote funny happens. But no, the silent one is kind of mad. <laughs> Because like it's not funny. Because then you understand, oh, you actually been prompted to laugh at stuff that's actually not funny. That is weird. But there's it? just this silence. It's like they wait for things to. Yeah. On the, I know we've been talking for ages, but on the, that topic, real quick, Kevin Hart dropped a stand-up special on Netflix. Did he? It was terrible. It's called Zero Fucks Given. But it's basically, he shot a special in his house. Right. It was terrible. But he had he had like it's a really small crowd. It's like. 20 people and they had laugh props. they had laugh like fake laugh wow done. and it was the weirdest thing ever because you're like that's not, it can't be possible yeah, yeah, yeah it would be better if you had no one in the you didn't see any of the audience but like that's what, like when Graham Norton was doing the Eurovision and he had no people in the crowd but he was still being like you know how Graham Norton's like yeah. explosive he's like trying to make jokes to like no one in the crowd and he's just it's weird man that think, could be the future like, what do you think about that though because you got football, so you there's football that's on, you can you got you you got two options. Yeah. Where you can watch a game with crowd noise. Yeah. Or you can watch a game with like you're just hearing what's in the stadium. Yeah. I'd rather that. Which is like one or two people. What in the stadium? Or, go left. Go. I'd left. rather the no crowd. Would you? That's wow. why you're weird. See, that's that's <laughs> the thing. I would much rather the crowd noise. <laughs> of course you would. No, because then it, I can hear what the players are talking to each other. What? There's nothing you interesting to talk about. Oh, you can't hear them. No. Just hear, oh, I bite me the butt. You just hear. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> Where's that person from? I don't then? know. But yeah, you're not hearing anything. Well, I mean, not having whole... conversations about philosophy. <laughs> but on that, but then when you see live performances now, yeah, yeah. like a Jules Holland-esque or whatever, yeah. Yeah. not Jules Holland because they never really, or do they have, I can't remember what Jules, Jules Holland's like. But anyway, live performance stuff on TV yeah. that's done during lockdown. Yeah. There's this silence. Yeah. After the after the song finishes, Bro. and it's like, all right, I'm playing my next song. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, there's no one to clap. There's no one. Yeah. To, I've seen it like on two or three occasions yeah, like, over lockdown. Yeah. I've seen people's live performances where they just finish a song. Yeah. And there isn't that. So you feel like, did they do good? That's it. But they did do good. But no one was there. But oh, it's I, like, Storms oh, did, I see what you mean. Storms yeah. did one for McDonald's. Yeah, headline yeah. of McDonald's festival online. I watched all of wow. it, yeah. and it was. Yeah, it was like, big for your boots. And it was like silence. It was like, yo, man, I know you guys are enjoying yourself at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what do you say? Like, how do you angle it? We're just in a different world right now. We're yeah. in a different... Proper. Yeah, it's... Anyway. Boy, all right. Yeah. Well, it's been a, anyway. a, a nice pod, you know. Always a pleasure. We Hope always you. do this deep sigh when we're about to end the podcast, so you know. Subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... We're done for the night. Um, Instagram, please. Yeah, thank We're you. We're losing for, followers, man. We are, but it's know. fine. We have gained some, and I, we we do love your interaction. Um, yeah, yeah. The DMs. We're gonna do the... a. Um, an ep- it might be next week actually, but we're gonna go through. We've got a lot of questions now, like yep. a lot of voice noted questions. Mm-hmm. If you have questions, it's always better to voice note so we can include them in the podcast. Yes. We'll probably do a a guest special or like a 
listeners special yes. and go through like five or six questions in an episode yeah, that's a good or whatever. Idea. Yeah. We might do that soon, but yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, thank thanks you. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much. Have a great week. Um, and yeah, enjoy yourself. See you later. Peace.